Hey everybody, Sharon McLaughlin here. I'm the founder of Mindlo and the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Facebook group. Each week, I'll be bringing you tips to help build your business. One of the problems that we have as business owners is that we don't know where to focus. And this is where my journals come in. Could you do me a favor? If you like what you're hearing, could you leave a good review and also share it with a friend? Before we get started, I have to remind you that my journal is now on sale. You can find that at mindlull.com. That's M-I-N-D-L-U-L-L.com. If you're struggling with how you're spending your time, then do me a favor, take a look at it. We sit down on Sunday night, we plan out our week, and we reassess at the end of each day. There's also some trackers in there, and there's some journal prompts to really get you thinking about what you want in your business. All of this is designed to move the needle forward. All right, guys, let's get started. Hey guys, today we're gonna to be talking about naming our business and our products. Are you ever driving around on the road and you see a license plate, one of those vanity plates, and you think to yourself, what are they trying to say? What is that? And you're trying to spell it out, make all different sounds in your head, and you may figure it out or maybe not. Sometimes it's really easy to figure out and other times not. The same applies for your business name. We want to make it easy enough where people understand what's being said. We want to be clear in our messaging. And if we're not clear, people get confused. And we know that people who are confused, they're just going to go elsewhere. We're in a society that has information overload. So make it easy for people. I'm all about creativity, but you really have to be careful here because the more creative you are, the more confused people can get. So once you choose your name, do some testing, pass it around to families and friends, see what they have to say, see if it makes sense. You want to make sure that that name is available to be used. So how do you do that? Always go to the trademark office. I could put the link down below in the show notes, but you want to make sure that name is available. The last thing you want to be doing is getting domain names, starting to do some marketing, build a website, all with that name, only to find out that that name has been trademarked. Search different names or versions of that as well. It's important that you be able to check those versions. Again, for the same reason, you don't want to be using that name only to have one of those letters sent to you. If there's any question, reach out to a trademark lawyer. It's better to spend the money ahead of time rather than going down that hole of using this, having everything built, only to be told you can't use it. You may not be familiar with it, you may actually do a Google search and not come across it. But again, if that's trademarked, you're not allowed to use that. You could, but you're going to get one of those cease and desist letters, right? Where you're from a lawyer that you just can't use it. So don't go down that path. I was helping someone a while back and I looked at that name and I said, why are you using that? Why aren't you using this? And they said to me, oh, that name wasn't available. I said, did you check the trademark? They said, no. When I looked at it, I said, that name's trademarked. You're not going to be able to use it. So let's rename right now. Think about what you want to use. You know, get back to me in a few days and we'll go forward. So save yourself the time and energy. Make sure that you know that what name you're choosing is available. Next, you want to look at the domain name. You can go to places like GoDaddy. I actually suggest Namecheap. That's N-A-M-E, cheap, C-H-E-A-P, for buy no bean. One of the things I recommend is that when you are building a website and you're going to have it hosted on one of the platforms, make sure that you don't buy the domain from that platform. 
If you ever want to move your site, your information, it'll be easier if the domain is hosted somewhere else. So just keep that in mind. One of the things that you could do is when you purchase the domain, you can take the DNS and change this, you know, where the, the service are pointing. So it's easy enough to do. If you guys ever need me to do a video on that, I'll be happy to do it, but I'm able to figure it out. And overall, I don't think I'm that techie. So it's, it's pretty easy to do, but definitely consider doing that. Keeping your domains on a separate site than where you're hosting your website. Do a Google search of the name you're considering. See what other products, services come up. You don't want to be associated with something that perhaps you're not in aligned with. Initially, when you're telling people their business, your business name, because those sites have been up longer, those sites are going to populate faster than your own site until you're able to build up some search engine optimization, or what we call SEO on the site. And I've mentioned before, one of the best ways you can do that is by adding a blog. So see what other products and services are coming up. Again, you don't want to be associated with something that is not in aligned with you. You want to make sure that that there's not too many too much information with something similar in the name as well as in the description of the website itself otherwise like i said people are going to get confused they're going to be searching out for you only to come across other websites and that leads to confusion if you've checked the trademark and now you've checked the domain you may want to get different versions of that domain you may want to like if there's something that could be like the in front of it consider doing that. At the end, if there could be an S involved in any of the words, you want to purchase those as well. The last thing you want to do is build up a company and then have somebody replicate the site. And if the domain is available, they can do that. They can make the site look very similar to yours. You'll be driving traffic. If they type in something wrong, they're going to find that replicated site and buying off of that. So all the work that you do driving traffic to your site they will benefit from that. Make sure the name doesn't mean something in different regions of the country, cultures, the world. I always think about that Sarah Blakely story. If you haven't heard it, search it out. But when she was expanding, she went over to the UK and she was doing an interview for the BBC. And people were asking her about, you know, what, is, what does your product do on the interview? She was asked what the product does. So rather than using the word but, she used the word fanny. She talked about how the product lifted the fanny, separated the fanny, smoothed out the fanny. And she said that the person that was interviewing her lost all the color in the face. And she realized she had done something wrong, but she had no idea what she had done wrong. So in the UK, United Kingdom, fanny could be another word for vagina. So rather than talking about butts, she was talking in... In the UK, she was talking about vaginas, but she didn't know that. She was, everything was referencing the butt in her mind, but not in the people that were listening. So just keep that in mind. It's a great interview. Take a look at that. A lot of laughs when she tells the story, but it's a good one. I'll include that in the show notes as well. You will know who your target market is and make sure that you market to them. That being said, it would be difficult to use young hippie words to try to market to somebody who's you know 60 or 70 years old and vice versa. If you're referring to things that happened back in the 60s or 70s in your marketing plan, like you know any of the communication that you're giving, referencing that, people of the younger generation wouldn't understand that. So just keep that in mind. When you're using any type of text, even when you're doing videos and you're speaking, be careful of the language again that you're using that you know people make 
associations with that. And we want to make sure that we're choosing words that is going that our target market is going to listen to, they're going to associate with, and they understand. The typography and the fonts that you choose for your brand name, or the creativity, the design behind it, you have to be extremely careful as well. Make sure that you're showing it to other people. It may look very pretty, especially when it's in script, but it may be difficult to read, especially when you're putting it on a website, the logo that you have, if people don't understand it, again, they just scroll by. So make sure that it stands out and it's easy to read. The take home message for today is to be clear rather than being creative. And you have to do your research. Make sure that name is available, both the trademark name as well as the domain name. All right, guys, I'll see you on another video. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.